This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're talking about an issue that's big in Brownsburg. It's been big for a very long time. Brownsburg Little League. 
one of the great Little League programs, not just in, Indi in Indiana, but all across the state. A lot of things going on with them right now, some community concerns. We figured we'd talk about it. Bring in our, our friend Kirk LeBlanc, board member for the Brownsburg Little League. Kirk, how are you? Doing great, Rob. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for being with us. Okay, so uh, a lot of people have wanted to know what is going on with Brownsburg Little League. Can you fill us in about where you guys are at? There's all sorts of construction going on over there. Do you guys have a home as of right now for 2017? Sure. We, we actually do have a home for 2017. Um, we have been told by the town that all of our fields, so diamonds one through five, and our concession stand are safe through the end of our spring season, which okay. will be the middle of June. So you guys will have some place to play when kids go, when parents go sign their kids up next year. They're going to have some place to play. Absolutely, nothing is going to change uh, with next year. So you won't see any difference except St. Malachi is gone right uh, and we don't have that parking area uh, by diamond two other than that nothing will change now so that's the immediate future and uh but st malachi was always such a great backdrop for for little league baseball one of my fondest memories was hitting a home run up into the the, the trees there and uh my dad actually had to climb up into the trees and get the baseball um that was diamond one the major diamond so much history there it's such a cool diamond it is awesome it's uh obviously we've had two teams go to the little league world series back in 99 and 2001 obviously that was their home diamond uh chevy came in and gave us i think it was around fifty thousand dollars yeah. at one point to rejuvenate that diamond it's one of the best diamonds in the state for little league baseball it has hosted uh several district tournaments i don't know as i don't think it's ever hosted a state championship but it, it's hosted a lot of re the the uh, the regional the districts the district right. yeah um it's been great over the years and of course our team in 1996 went uh was a the state runner-up and then of course nobody remembers that now because of the little league world series championship team but um okay so what's the plan going forward what are you guys looking at doing well let me talk about your history real quick yeah um we're back we had a lull for a little yeah, bit with uh with some teams. Like your Cardinals, a little bit of a lull there. Uh, with your with your Cubs. <laughs> 11 World Championships for my Cardinals. Anyway, um, yeah, I've been murdered on Facebook with my rings here lately. Um, so the nice thing, the neat thing. So I coached the 12s last year. Sure. Uh, we won the district championship as 10s and 11s, both on that field. Our 10-year-olds last year were the state runners up by one run. They lost to a uh, team from southern Indiana. Their state tournament was down in Clarksville. State runner-up. Our 11-year-olds were also the state runner-up by one run. Uh, they lost to a, a good New Albany team uh, at Lebanon. So you have two teams in our Little League that are coming back next year. The 11s obviously will be the 12, the majors, and then the uh, 10s will be the 11s. Those two teams were both state runners-up by one run uh, last year. Brownsburg Little League is the largest baseball-only Little League in the state of Indiana. We have a 1,000 kids. That's uh, a lot. That's a lot. That is roughly 750 families is what we service right there on the fields. And the reason that it's only a 1,000, which is awesome because, I mean, it is the largest, we don't have enough space now to accommodate all the kids that want to sign up. So we actually do have to turn some people away. Yeah, you got, you have like a sign-up period, and it's basically first come, first serve. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So 1,000 kids, that's a lot of kids. That is a lot of kids. Yeah. And that also doesn't include our Challenger program. We have the largest Challenger program. What is that? The Challenger program is for um, special needs children. And we've expanded that to special needs adults this fall. Uh, we, we retrofitted... Uh, Diamond One, if you'll notice, when you played at Diamond One, it was gravel around it. Yeah. Well, the Parks Department came in and helped us pay to pave 
all around Diamond One, so we can get the wheelchairs out on Diamond One for those kids to play. It's awesome. All the all the kids come and help. The coaches come and help. Uh, we buddy up with with the with the players, and it's just an awesome opportunity. If Diamond One leaves. If we lose Diamond 1, we, we do not have a challenger program. Well, it's, and it's interesting, too, because that Diamond has so much history. And the Diamond, while it's, the scoreboard's different now and there have been some trees removed over the years, it largely is the same-looking facility, still as the old gray church is the backdrop that it did when I was a kid and then a generation before me. So it's kind of cool that it's remained largely uh, the same. So the old Little League boardroom there, it, it's right. kind of that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. There's a lot of history. You walk in the boardroom, there's trophies from back in the 70s even. I've and got to find my flag. Our flags are in there somewhere. Can we make sure if something happens that the flags are preserved? I can tell you where your flags are, and I've I, seen them. I remember going with my dad after we lost the state championship game to get those flags inscribed. So it's really that'd be really special to me. Please preserve the flags, no matter what. Well, we'll have to get you a copy of that for your office. That's, yeah, that, that, cool. that'd be, that would actually be really, really cool. Um, again, our guest is Kirk LeBlanc uh, with Brownsburg Little League, talking about some of the changes going on there. Okay, so we're good through through June, July of, of next year. What happens then? Well, the middle of June, uh, we've been told that Diamond One and the concession stand uh, will be gone. Will be unavailable for our use. Uh, there, uh, the town is building a multi-use structure. I think you you probably know more about it than it's I. It's very do. large, it, it, but it's much different than when uh, when I was on the council. It looks completely different now than what was envisioned then. So basically, the buildings, from what I understand, the buildings up towards the road, towards two sixty seven. And the parking lot for the building is what's taking up Diamond One and our concession stand. Yeah. So we have been challenged with the task to find a new home. Um, because after 2017, we will have one more year with Diamond Two, which is the diamond behind St. Malachy, yeah. old St. Malachy. And then that will be gone because they're going to build the new rec center. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and that's a big deal, too, because that's the last, quote-unquote, regulation-sized Little League diamond. Correct. Yeah. There's only two regulation-sized Little League diamonds in all of Brownsburg. Yeah. And uh, Diamond 1 and Diamond 2. Diamond 1 and Diamond 2. To give you an example, uh, Plainfield has six, Danville has three, and they're building an additional four. The town is for them. Yeah. So... We're, we got to find a new home, and uh, we've been working towards uh, that goal and, and had some property that uh, we really liked and, and actually had a benefactor uh, that was going to purchase that land for us, and unfortunately, uh, he recently passed away. So what happens now? What do you guys do? Obviously, you know, you got, as you're a homeowner, you say you sell your house and they say, hey, you've got till June of next year to find someplace to live. That's not a big deal. You got a thousand kids and a lot of history and a concession stand and everything else. That's not a lot of time. Correct. Uh, we've got to move and we got to move now because uh, what we're going to, what we're planning on doing is we're planning on making the infields uh, of the new diamonds uh, turf. Okay. And the reason for that is less maintenance. You could have it up and running in, in 90 to 120 days. Right. Which is a lot better than grass. Yep. Uh, overall maintenance is a lot less. You don't have to worry about the brick dust and the, yeah, sure. the you know, all the, the, the uh, leveling, et cetera. You can, and you can play a lot of times when it rains. Correct. Yeah. You don't have as many rainouts. Also, uh, the Challenger program, we will have more diamonds for the Challenger kids to be able to play on because the AstroTurf, or sure. I guess they don't call it AstroTurf anymore, the turf uh, is wheelchair accessible. So we've got to find land now. If somebody wants to step up and donate 50 or 60 acres to us around Brownsburg, that would be awesome. That's some prime real estate, though, that's, right? That's a little bit. You know, you're, you're a man of the law. You understand <laughs> there's some value to 50 acres exactly. in the greater Brownsburg area. Now, I, I want 
anyone who's even considering this to understand, though, the Little League is a 501c3 organization. So you can donate a portion of the property when you sell the other portion to us. So you can realize some significant tax breaks by making a donation. You don't see as much money up front, but you realize it in the long run. And, and I think you understand Okay, that. but the bigger problem for you guys is finding 50, 50 acres. I mean, if you want to buy it. You right. know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's really a, a conundrum. Is there a way by which the town of Brownsburg, because I'm trying to think back in time here, but I always envisioned the Little League sort of serving still as a backdrop in some capacity. And like I said, the designs have totally changed from when I was on the, right. the town council and the vision of that, that project in a year. Um, is there a way by which the, the town can still preserve the diamonds and the project itself? Not from what I've seen. Um, from what we have been told and, and from the plans that I've seen, uh, there are no diamonds left. There is, you know, Arbuckle Park is is going to uh, be unrecognizable to anyone um, that, that remembers it as it is now. When I mean, you think about the changes that they've already made with just knocking down uh, old St. Malachy, they, they're going to build this rec center, they're going to build the new uh, multi-use facility building up front, and all of the diamonds will be gone. Uh, so there's nothing we can really do here. The only thing we can do is, is hope that the town helps us uh, find new property. Okay, so, and this comes to the question, I raised a point on uh, Facebook the other day because it related to the water and sewer plant. Um, they're considering a massive rate increase to water and sewer, but the Parks Department just purchased a half a million dollar abandoned old funeral home. So something's not jiving up here, right? Right. It, uh, it's interesting. That's right across the street from my office. Yeah, so which, I, by the way, looks very nice. Thank you. You, uh, you guys participated in our facade improvement program. Absolutely. Thank you for your investment to the town. Looks wonderful. And, and by the way, both of those buildings uh, that comprise our offices, 401 East Main and 405 East Main, together did not cost uh, what the Parks Department... Well, and, 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 but I mean, they, you took what were somewhat beat-up old buildings and made them look great, which is the intent of that program. And Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad it worked yeah. because things like that, you look at that and you drive past, you go, oh, that's a really nice-looking looking building. It so is. thanks for doing that. No problem. We use local contractors to do it. And it's uh, it's been great. We've been here three and a half years. Absolutely love it. Um, it, it is a little concerning when... Uh, you know the the flavor the, what we what we keep hearing as a board as little league is we just don't have the resources to help you guys right. man we really love the little league and we really want to help you uh, find new facilities we really want to keep this program going but uh, doggone it we just don't have the money well and it's a th you're talking a thousand kids i mean we had the avon band director in here the other day and he was talking about 250 kids in avon band and that's impressive but you think about a thousand kids what does it cost what is what, what sort of cost i'm just curious what cost are we looking at here like to build a new little league complex to build a new little league complex i mean it, let's take the land now you got nice taste i'm talking about like a minimum yeah, right, here right. you know let's take the the land out of it yeah because that's the big question mark and we have we do have local businesses um, uh, medical facilities that want to come in and partner with us uh, and, and donate money to build the new little league but the big question they always ask us is, well, where's your land? Yeah. And the, you can't have the cart sure. before the horse. Yeah. But to build a, uh, a good diamond is about hundred dollars to $150,000. That'd be in a diamond maybe equivalent to diamond one now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's just what you need. I mean, it literally has certain standards, and a lot of it's for safety. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the turf, is it a little more expensive up front? 
very minimal. Uh, but in the long run, it's a lot cheaper. But sure. we need lights because we have so many kids um, that we have to be able to play games at night uh, because we just can't get all the games that we need to in. What we're going to do going forward, because a lot of people said, well, maybe you could do it a lot cheaper if you weren't going to build all regulation-sized diamonds. Maybe. But when you're, what you're talking about is that when you compare Diamond 1 to Diamond 5, Diamond 5 is 110 feet instead of 200. T-ball diamond. It's a T-ball diamond. Yeah. You're right. So it's 110 feet instead of 200 feet. What are you talking about additional costs? Well, you're going to light it, so that's, you know, that's going to have some cost. But other than that, it's just additional grass out in the outfield and additional fence. So it's really not that much more expensive to get a diamond that is more usable, more functional uh, than Diamond 5. Because you can adapt them down for a, a t-ball game. Exactly. You yeah. can always adapt down. You can't adapt up. Right. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a facility that that brings in tournaments we want to host baseball tournaments we're not going to try to compete with grand park yeah they have their clientele it's very nice very nice i went out there and saw the trumpster a couple months ago for 48 million dollars that's what you should get i mean it was very very nice the trumpster had a great time it was it was a joy i bet he did (laughs) um but no it's it's we want to build a facility that we can uh, then host tournaments and bring other teams in, and that's going to bring money to the town too. We're trying to, we're trying to, again partner up with everybody here. You fill the hotel rooms, you f- you fill the restaurants, everybody wins. It's interesting because the conversation Little League is going to have right now is sort of the conversation that School Corporation had, which is for years and years and years, it's been just enough, just in time. It hasn't been flexible, it hasn't been feasible. Now it's come time to pay the piper, and it, you got to get it right this time, so that twenty years down the road, you're not coming back going. Now what do we do? Right. You think about what we've done for the last 60-plus years. I believe our Little League was founded in 1951, right where it's at now. Yeah. Diamond One yeah. was Diamond One in 1951. <laughs> so you think about how our ch- town has changed since 1951, yet our resources out at the Little League has not. Yeah. We have, we have used the same uh, land, the same diamonds that we've always had, and now we're up to a thousand kids, and, and our scheduler, it's it's a nightmare for him to get all of the schedules in uh, for all the different teams. And, and it's nice; it's a great problem to have. Yeah. I mean, a lot of little leagues have a seven, eight, nine-year-old division. We have a seven-year-old division, an eight-year-old division, and it's a lot safer for our kids. It's a lot more fun, um, and I mean, it's just an awesome program. But we are at a huge crossroads right now because if we do not have a facility, if we don't have diamonds in place then the future of our Little League um, is, is up in the air. Get our guest is Kirk LeBlanc with Brownsburg Little League talking about some of the issues they're, uh, they're facing. Um, okay, so let's put the get the people get their head around this. You talked about the cost of a diamond. What you want to do as a board and looked at this and said, look, this is going to take us into the 21st century that 50 years from now people will still be talking about, well, hey, this is as it was 50 years ago. What cost? What sort of tag are we looking at? Taking the land out of the equation. Taking the land out of the equation um, – Right now, we need about $900,000 to build the diamonds that we need right now. Five regulation-sized diamonds that are lit, and that way we can play more games. Would Our original plans that we had drawn up had 17 diamonds on it. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. 17 diamonds all the way up to high school kids, uh, where the diamonds adapted to different lengths You know, as the kids get older. They've... Little League is 46-60, 46 on the mound, 60-foot base pass. Then you get in a travel ball when you're 10, 11, and 12, and it's 50-foot mound and 70-foot base pass. 
13-year-olds play on 54-80. And then middle school is 6'6.5", 90. I mean, it's, it's on and on. We had fields for everything sure. all the way through. Now, but, but right now you're just looking at getting to where you are now. Right. Right now we just want to get five diamonds somewhere. The land that we were looking at um, was 80 acres, approximately 80 acres, which would have been plenty big enough for us to eventually grow. And we were not planning on doing the 17 diamonds sure. uh, right away. We wanted to get in there and build our five, have our little league, and as we grow, then we can uh, build additional diamonds. And this is a serious issue because, as you said, you're on a time clock now. Very right? serious. Yeah. Very serious. I just had a son graduate from the program. Uh, he played on the, the 12-year-old All-Star team last year, and he's done. But I have a 7-year-old. And so this is a, it's an important issue for me because we think back – of the, the fondest memories that we've had in Brownsburg as parents that center around those baseball diamonds yeah. out at Arbuckle. We're out there every night. My wife, uh, she will even go out and watch baseball games with me that our kids aren't even playing. Yeah. Because it's like a community event. Everybody's out there having a good time. Oh, yeah. And some I of, my, some of my fondest memories growing up, my dad was a league director, I think, when we were 9, 10, to maybe maybe uh, even 11. And uh, you'd go to the Little League, spend the night at the Little League. You know, you'd right. three, four games every night, and you'd sit there, and it was, uh, you know, you'd have your, your fun dip and your, right. uh, you know, your soda, and uh, just great memories there. And uh, it's very important that we get this right. All right, so what's sort of the plan of action here? What are, where are we at? What are we trying to do? Well, again, with the recent passing of our benefactor, our plans have, um, well, they're shifting. We, we're getting ready to have a, an executive meeting to start looking other directions because the land that we were looking at, uh, I believe, unless someone else steps up uh, willing to help us pay for it or uh, the seller uh, really reduces their price, there's no way that we can afford it. Sure. I mean, we are a 501c3 organization. We keep our costs low so that all children uh, can be a part yeah, of our program. What's it cost to play a little league? It's I, not. It's not that much, right? It's pretty well, cheap. I think it's 120 bucks now. Oh wow! That's, that's, okay, now I think it was like nine when I played. It could be. Um, that <laughs> was not a that long old. time ago. But <laughs> the, the key there, Rob, is if someone can't afford it, and you know they just can't come in and say I can't afford it. Yeah. And we say okay, but if they come in and show us a genuine need their kid plays little sure. league we don't turn anyone away that on, still seems pretty cheap uh, to me though that you get a whole summer's worth of entertainment for right. for 120 bucks that's a pretty good deal i mean my point is you guys aren't out there you're not uh you know driving limousines or uh you know the bases aren't coated in gold you guys are keeping it pretty reasonable for people right and, and some people know that we recently did a renovation of diamond one and diamond two just a year ago we spent fifteen thousand dollars renovating those diamonds why we had no idea that we were um, yeah. getting ready to move as quickly as we are. Uh, we thought we had a couple more years left in those diamonds, and we really needed, for safety reasons, to, to bring those uh, dirt levels up. Uh, but we had no idea that this was going to be our last year on Diamond One. So if people, somebody's hearing this, and they're saying, I want to be a part of the solution. I don't know how I'm going to be a part of the solution, but I want to help. What is the best way for them to reach out to Little League and, and try to say, hey, I want to become a part of this maybe committee that's going to help solve the problem sure. we, we would love anybody's input um, because again we are we're run by a board of volunteers we have 25 guys uh, and and ladies on the board thankless job it's a thankless job um, but we're doing it for the community we're, we're representing we kind of look at it as congress we're representing a thousand kids here yeah a but thousand you're, not, you're, little you're not making 180 grand a year like the guys in congress and we have no health care <laughs> that's but right. uh 
we want everyone's input. We need everyone's input. This is not just a Brownsburg Little League issue. This is a Brownsburg issue. This is a community issue. If our kids, if a thousand kids aren't playing Little League baseball, what are they going to do at night? Yeah. What What are they going to do when they would normally be playing baseball? Getting in trouble? I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Right now, we're providing this opportunity. If you pick up any brochure that's handed out to prospective businesses, uh, prospective homeowners here in Brownsburg, what's in What's included in that? Little League baseball. It has been a part of our community since 1951, but yet right now we're at this crossroads where we've got to do some major things and we need some major help from some major donors or we may not have a little league in a couple of years. Save my flags. I will save Save flag. my flags. You know, if, you, if I could get you to wear a Cardinals hat <laughs> and take a picture of that, uh, I would definitely save your flag for you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, Kirk, thanks a lot. Uh, again, is there like a, like a phone number? or? Oh, absolutely. If, if they want to contact me, uh, my email is kirk at indianalawgroup.com or they can email kleblanc at brownsburgbaseball.com. I will put you in, in touch with the right people. We have a committee uh, of three uh, people that are really working hard on this relocation and uh, we're not going to give up. We're going to keep fighting, and uh, we're going to do whatever it takes to, to get the fields, to, to get the, uh, the program, uh, to sustain our program. And I think, really, Rob, once we get these new fields, you're going to see that 1,000 number. We're going to increase that uh, you know, tenfold maybe. And it's, it's as somebody who served on town council, it's a big problem because I know the police department's always you know, running around trying to take care of these kids that are out and about, you know, right. not any of their fault. They just don't have anywhere to go. So we need to have right. as many kids participating in safe environments as we possibly can. Absolutely. And I, I think having good sports programs is what attracts a lot of parents to communities in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. So if we want to attract business, if we want to attract uh, quality residents to our town, then we need – our little league and and in order to do that we need the town's help we need the town to step up and and really help us out Um, make sure that we have diamond one through the middle of next june and really work with us to find a solution on this Hey, Kirk, thanks a lot for taking the time to tell us about uh, Brownsburg Little League. Hey, no problem, Rob. Thanks for having me. Hey, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, uh, we do have a podcast uh, available, uh, underwritten by McDonald's. You can check it out on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just simply search Central Indiana Today. You can actually uh, follow or, or like the the uh, show there, and the show will come right to your smartphone uh, or tablet when the new episodes are posted. Again, search Central Indiana Today. You can also check out uh, an archive on our website, wyrz.org. Click the Shows tab at the top of the page. Scroll down, find Central Indiana today. You can go back and listen anytime you want. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9.
Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.